You're listening to the DCC Sermon Podcast. For more information about Dayton Christian Center, you can visit dcctx.church. Now let's join in for this week's message. Y'all turn to 2 Samuel chapter 23. Hold your place there. 2 Samuel chapter 23. We've known David and Wendy a long time. Uh, a long time. And it's just, I don't know, I enjoy watching what God does. Uh, I, I like being a part of it and seeing what God has done in this ministry, through this ministry. Uh, we were just so blessed to be here about a year ago, last week or so, whenever we just moved into this building the first time and dedicated this facility. We got to be here on opening Sunday. It's just, it's thrilling. It's just, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? My goodness. Many of y'all, uh, we've got, I see familiar faces everywhere. Many of y'all been to our summer camp in the summer, sent kids up there in the summer. Uh, many of y'all been to our conferences that we uh, host. Uh, David spoke at our last conference and talked about the the dressing yourself and being armed, and he started talking about only having the helmet of salvation on. Our staff is still talking about being naked from the neck down. I tell you, it's, you rocked my staff. You naked today? <laughs> I tell you, it was awesome. Now, David, I can't preach that sermon, but that was a good one. Now, that was a good. One. You need to have all of your clothes on, not just your salvation. There's more to it than just getting saved. You better get them all on. Some of we I can see some familiar faces. We're, uh, Reno, some have been in our. Leaders Academy program come and lived in our dorms and been there for nine months. Uh, and I need to say, any of y'all that maybe any young people that maybe what is God doing in my life? Where am I supposed to be? Where am I supposed to train or study? Uh, boy, I'd like to talk to you while I'm here about coming to Leaders Academy for nine months starting in September through May of next year. Come up there and live for nine months and and um, hear from God and find out what God has for you. So I'd love to talk to anybody about coming to Leaders Academy while I'm down here. Uh, I tell you, I just, I, I, I want to make sure, uh, if I could do anything here, is just to make sure that, that you that come here on a regular basis, that you just don't get so familiar with what happens here that you start taking for granted uh, what goes on here. Uh, you need to know this music isn't everywhere. That's not everywhere. This band, the hard work, this sound system, all these folks working back here, that just don't happen. Uh, Ashley, Michelle, and Terry and I travel around quite a bit. And we're in a lot of different churches. and we're in, uh, A pastor that stays married and ain't beat his wife and, and run off with two or three of the women in the church, that's what usually happens. A pastor that's still here and still pastoring the church and still in the same church and you know, it's, it's refreshing to me to be able to call and talk to David on the phone and not wonder, is he still married? Yes. Is he still in the ministry? Is he, is he still in the same church? I mean, just to have people that lock in with what God's called them to do. And I, I know you can find fault and you can disagree and you can like or not like whatever's going on. But, but that comes and goes. You guys got a great thing here. You've got a great thing here. You're blessed. You're blessed. Y'all are blessed with David and Wendy as pastors. You're blessed to have this leadership and this music and all the leadership that's around here. This is a, a, a blessed church. Well, if you hadn't found 2 Samuel 23, by now give up. You're not going to find it. 
2 Samuel chapter 23, they're about verse 20. It says, Benai on a snowy day. Well, we got to stop right there. <laughs> Folks, we've been through a rough time now. My Lord, I, read, I thought, you know what? I'm probably going to have to preach on this scripture after what the hell we've been through. <laughs> I'm talking about a snowy day. Whoa! So when I read this, I thought, well, I better talk a little bit about this tonight since those of us here are those few that survived uh, last week and the week before. Uh, when they start talking about minus temperatures, that don't happen in Arkansas. It was a rough time. So anyway, I guess because of what I just came out of, this verse speaks a little clearer to me than it usually does. So let's dive into this thing. Benai, on a snowy day, what? He chased a lion down into a pit and killed it. This right here ranks as one of the most improbable reactions recorded in Scripture. Because usually, normally, when you see a lion, you run the other way. You, you, your brain does not say run to the lion and chase the sucker bill down into a hole and jump down in there with him. Your mind is saying, I got to go the other way. See, normal people run away from lions. That's the normal reaction. Lion chasers are wired different. They just wired a little different. When we read Benai chases a lion down in a pit and kills it, we probably ought to talk about this verse a little bit because this just isn't a normal reaction to this situation. Many of y'all been to our ranch in Hot Springs. My mom and dad got married and moved out there, and it was all woods when they moved out there. They just run cattle out in the woods and gather them out of the woods. My dad began to clear pastures and put in a cattle ranch, and he had about 200 head of mama crossbed Bramer cow. Now, crossbred Bramer cows running wild in the woods is a whole lot like roping a deer. They just get really wild. And, and he had me, not because he really had a longing in his heart for a son. He had me because he needed somebody to help. <laughs> I mean, I'm old, and that's just the way it was. So as, as, as soon as I could walk, he stepped me up in the truck, pull it down in gear, and I'd steer the truck while he's putting out hay. So I just grew up being his ranch hand, and we'd gather those old crossbred cattle up, and, and they were scared of you. They'd run from you. Yeah, there wasn't no problem out in our pastures or and they'd, they'd, they'd leave. They didn't want no part of you, and you didn't want no part of them. They'd run. But now when you drove them things into a catch pen, if, if you had never been around crossbred Bramer cattle and you hemmed them things up, I'm just going to tell you, I can remember many times as a kid, and it, it was like an out-of-body experience. I can remember standing there, and the next Remembrance I had, I was on the other side of the fence looking in. That eight foot fence, and I don't even remember climbing the bars. You still, boom, you was on the other side of it. Those cows could make you get. When you hemmed them up, something happened in their eyes, and they come at you now. They were bad dudes when you hemmed them up. You, you know, no one ever taught me as a kid to run. Nobody ever explained, okay, now, son, when one of them cattle come, 
put your foot up on this bar. You want to skip the next four, and you want to catch that next one, and your next your butt's over the top of that rail. One step, two steps, you're over. Nobody ever explained that to me. See, there are things in life you're not ever taught. See, nobody teaches you to be scared. Nobody teaches you to worry. Okay, now, son, as you grow up, I really want you to learn and master the art of worry. Now, let me teach you. See, there are things in life that nobody teaches you. You just got them. And you get good at them. I got good at jumping that fence. And now, I mean, I could jump a fence. The normal reaction when you come eye to eye with a line, the normal reaction is you would run and the line would chase you. Lines can run up to 35 miles an hour. They can leap 30 feet in a single bound. Benai does not stand a chance in this situation. Those facts don't stop Benai. See, the facts of the situation don't stop him. I'm going down into that pit with him. See, the facts of the situation don't even check him up. He's diving down into that pit. See, when, when you get cows and you get them, and they'll go run from you. But when you get them hemmed up, even less aggressive animals get real aggressive. In our carport, at our house, I'm, I'm, I'm a professional coon catcher, <laughs> possum catcher, skunk catcher, and feral cat catchers. I can catch them now. I can catch them. And when you get a coon in a pen, in a cage, son, you talking about bad dude now. When you hem even less aggressive animals up, they go into a different situation. They, they go into a different frame of mindset where bad don't even describe what they are. I'm just telling you right now, this line down here in this pit has shifted a gear is in a whole new level of bad news. You know, back Benaiah off, not one little bit. He just goes into that pit after him. If verse 20 was a movie, some of our young people, y'all like watching movies on your phones and seeing, you know, if that was a movie, we'd see the line disappear down here. We'd see Benaiah disappear down there. You'd hear all this deafening roars on the movie screen and blood curdling screams and and then dead silence in the movie. No one expects, but Benai walks out, dusts himself off, turns and walks off. I want you to know something. Encountering a line is a bad thing. It's a bad deal. But getting down in a pit with a line where he's hemmed up and can't get away it takes a bad day to a whole new level. Let me just say it this way, and we're going to move on. The odds are not in your favor. I want you to know something. God is very good at getting us where he wants us to be. But too often in our minds, the right place sure seems like the wrong place to me. You know, the right time Ooh, sure seems like the wrong time to me. But God is good about getting us even in places where we don't think this is where I need to be right now. Me, a line, a snowy day, just don't seem like the place I need to be right now. 
When I woke up this morning, this is not what I planned on happening in my day. And the Bible here doesn't give us blow-by-blow description of what happened in that pit. All we know is there was one set of paw prints and there was two sets of feet prints. One set going in and one set coming out. Now, let's fast forward two verses. Verse 23. David made him captain of his bodyguards. You see that in verse 23? Now, I can't think of any place I would rather not be than in a pit with the line on a snowy day. That ain't on nobody's wish list. But all of us in here have to admit, killing a lion in a pit on a snowy day looks pretty impressive on your resume. If you're applying for a bodyguard position with the king of Israel. Don't you think about this just for a minute. We're just thinking. But I I just love to... See, I love... When I read a scripture, I just like to meditate it. I like to think about it. I just like to think about that verse. Why is that in there? And I've got to think about this verse a little while. So I just drive down the road thinking about this verse. I always take my wife with me because she yells, right there's your turn. <laughs> Watch out for the car. Oh, because I'm thinking about this man in a pit on a snowy day with the line. And he jumped in there. Benaya is chasing a position. He would love to be the personal bodyguard of the king of Israel. That's what he wants to do. That's what he aspires. That's what he, you know, you say, well, I'd like to have this. I'd like to buy that. I'd like to work here. I'd like to, here's his idea of a dream job. I would love to be the bodyguard of the king of Israel. This has been on his desire list for a long time. He wants this position. He's praying for this position. God, I want that position. God, open the doors. Let me have that position. God, open the doors. And out of nowhere, he's face to face with a man eating lion. This ain't anything he wants. He's never asked God, God, please put me in a pit with a man eating a line. <laughs> Every day, you got to live with Romans 8.28 in your mind. God uses what was meant for your destruction and will make something good come out of that. You have to live with that verse in your mind every day. How can anything good come out of being eaten alive by a line? Here's a message, and I want to talk about this. Benai chased what came to destroy him into a pit, and he kills the thing. Benai chased what came to destroy him. He chased it into a pit and killed the dumb thing. Today, there are things that you and I are chasing. There are things in our life you're chasing. You want a promotion. You want more money. You're chasing health. You just want to feel good. You're chasing health right now. You're chasing peace. All you want is a little peace. You're chasing peace. Right now, you just wish you had a friend. You're chasing a friend. I I just wish I had. I don't know what it is. You're chasing a job. You're chasing a career. What, what, you're chasing good grades in school. I don't know what it is that you're chasing, but everybody in here is chasing something. I'm I'm chasing. I want to get this. 
I, I want to build this new barn. I've got an idea when I get back. I've been thinking about it on this whole trip. I got a new idea of how I'm going to build some runs for these horses. And I just, I mean, I, I'm so excited about this. I wish I could tell you all about what I'm going to do. I've been thinking about it for three days. I got this all in my mind. But that's what I'm chasing, see. I don't care. Everybody in here is chasing something, but here's what I know. It ain't a line. <laughs> okay, are, are we clear on that? It ain't a line, and it ain't another snowy day. We don't, we don't need none of that. We're not pursuing a man-eating line. We don't want to be in a pit in the snow with the line. That ain't what we're chasing. But you do have desires that you are chasing. Okay, well, God wants you to have the desires of your heart. He told me so. He told you so if you ever read it. God desires what you desire for you. The Bible says God gives us the desires of our heart. So God sees your desires, and God sees what is chasing you, and he sets in to help you accomplish what it is that you're chasing in your life. We call it in our world today building a resume. I need to build a resume. Well, what's on your resume shows that you're prepared for what it is that you want to do. Truth is, whether we realize it or not, all our life is about building a resume. We're getting ready for the next thing we're doing. We're getting ready for the next thing that we want, the next thing that we're building, the next thing that we're doing. See, I'm getting ready for the next thing that I'm doing. Are you prepared to receive the desire that you have in your heart tonight? Okay, back to our story. David is looking for a bodyguard. Benaiah wishes he was the king's bodyguard. God sees this. Let me work this out. So, King David sits down in his office, gets his resumes out, and he starts looking through the resumes to hire him a bodyguard. He picks up the first one. I majored in security at the University of Jerusalem. Okay. Picks up the second one. I read a book and I wrote a thesis on security work. Okay. Picks up the next one. I did a weekend training in security. Okay. Picks up the next one. I climbed into a pit on a snowy day and killed this line with my hands. We ain't looking for another resume. We don't need to call. We don't need references. Get this guy here. Now, here's what you got to see. Here's what I want you to see. Benay, I ain't chasing no man-eating line. That's not what he's after. He's after this bodyguard position. Come on. Are you seeing this thing? Are you figuring this sermon? Okay, it's coming together. I was a little worried when he first started, but I got it now. See, now everybody's starting to get on the page with me. See, we're okay. We're rolling now. <laughs> Benai was not chasing a man-eating lion. He's chasing a bodyguard position. Yeah. A lion in a pit on a snowy day is not his dream. He never wanted that. He never wanted to do that. He never wanted to be there. That ain't nothing. In the... But God is in the resume-building business in your life. Wow. God is in the resume building 
business in your life. And today, what you're going through right now is getting you ready for the next step that you're about to take in your life. He's always using your experiences to prepare you for future opportunities in your life. Now, here's the problem for us. Those God-given opportunities, those resume builders often come disguised as man-eating lines. How, okay, here's what I want to talk about. How we react, how we handle our lines will determine our future. What is, okay, I've got a man-eating line here. Now, how I handle this is going to determine my future. See, my future, I want this, I wish for that, I'd like to have that, I'd like to own this, I'd like to build that, I'd like to accomplish that, I'd like, hi, dog, here comes a line going to eat me and kill me today. <laughs> See, how you handle that line right now is going to determine, y'all are figuring this out now. Let me ask, do we cower? Do we run? Do we cry? Do we get some counseling? Do we get somebody to counsel us? I mean, what, when, when, we're going, when we're in a pit with the line, how do we, do we fall apart? I mean, do we blame God? God, where were you when this line came? God, how come you, how come you let this happen to me? God, I don't even believe in you anymore. Because if there was a really God, and if he was like Pastor David has been teaching me he is, then I, this would have never happened. I don't even believe in God anymore. Yeah. How could a good God put a line in a pit with me? Yeah. I don't believe God's good. I don't even believe in God. I don't even know if I believe anything. Of, are you here? How do we react to situations in our life that God could use to get us where we want to be in life? I mean, we've all heard it said, no guts, no glory. We don't have the guts to step out in faith and chase lines. Then God doesn't get the glory for his plan unfolding in our life. Way too often lines come in our life and we're mad at God for the line. God, I go to church. I'm a faithful giver of my money to that church. Why do I have this line? Why do I have, I go to church. There are people that don't even go to church and they hadn't been diagnosed with this. They hadn't been given this. They ain't going through this. There are people that don't even go. And here I am and I go to church. And God, where were you when this? Are y'all hearing me? How do you handle your lines? How many times have we all seen people quit church at the very time they needed church the most? At the very time in their life, they needed church, they needed the body of Christ, they needed prayer warriors, they needed support, they're mad at God and quit the church. How many times have we all seen it? At the very time they need the church, they're blaming God for what they're going through. 
Romans 8.28 says he'll take what was meant or sent to destroy us, and he'll use it for our good, powerfully for our good. Hard times, tough times, times that could take you out, times that could fry you, times that eat you alive, you fight through those times. When lines appear in our life, too often we're questioning God. Do you even exist? We get mad at God. We don't even believe he does exist. Come on, you got to look at this. Our job is not to question God. Our job is not to fall apart. Our job is not to quit church. Our job is to chase that line in a pit and conquer that thing. That's our job. 2 Samuel 23, 20. I'm motivated by this event. Benai didn't try to avoid the line. He chased it into a pit and killed it. Benai didn't ask God to take away the line. He didn't pray, God, remove this line from my life. He didn't seek counseling because of the line. He chases it. Marriage problems don't come at me. You got a marriage problem right now, you chase it into a pit and you kill it. I'm not letting that marriage problem come in here and mess my marriage up. No, no, not, no, not financial worry. No, you're not getting me. You chase financial worry into a pit and you kill that thing. See what it is. What is it that's trying to get your peace, that's trying to get your joy? Y'all know the story, 1 Samuel 17, of David and Goliath. King Saul says, oh, there's no way. You're only a boy. You can't do this. Y'all remember David's reply. I was out taking care of my father's sheep, and a lion came, and a bear came. See, here's David just doing what he does every day, and when the lion comes to destroy his life, when the lion comes to eat him, when the lion comes to kill his business, his father's business, when a lion comes to destroy, when a bear comes to destroy their business, destroy their finances, when a lion comes to destroy their way of life, David didn't run, he didn't cower down, he killed it. He cut its head off and he killed it. Just a normal day you're going through and here comes a lion. Don't cower down, you kill that thing. You kill that thing. A lion comes, bear comes to steal from your flock. Verse 35, you go after it with a club. You catch it by its beard. You club the thing to death. See, we're called to be lion chasers. We're called in life to be lion chasers. We have peace not because we never have a problem. We have peace because we kill our problems. See, we have joy not because we never have any unhappiness. It's because we don't let unhappiness live in our life. See, I got financial blessings because I'm not going to let poverty take a hold in my life. See, I'm going to chase that thing into a pit on a snowy day. And I'm going to kill what came to destroy me and my family. What is it? Don't you allow alcohol to destroy you. You chase it into a pit and you kill that. Don't you allow pornography to grow and get bigger and get bigger and get a deeper hole and a deeper hole. And you chase that pornography into a pit and you kill that thing. See, what is it that has come along? You're just in the middle of the day out here on a snowy day making a snowman, having a few snowball fights, having a good time with your sled. And here comes a line. Now, what do you do at that moment? No, not here. You're not stealing my marriage, not today. You're not stealing my finances, not today. Not, you're not getting my peace. 
I'm having a great time living my life. Yeah. I'm having fun living. I'm having joy living. Oh, no, 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 no. You've come to the wrong place to think you're going to steal my joy. I'm looking for a hole to back you down in just so I can get my hands on you. <laughs> See, you've got to be a line chaser in life. You're laying in bed trying to go to sleep, and that line comes. All of us have been there. That line comes in your thoughts. In your thoughts. And all you're trying, your mate's over there snoring. And you're sitting there in your thoughts. That line's coming in and got your thoughts now. That line's got your thoughts right now. What are you going to do at that moment? Are you going to fold like a cheap tent or are you going to chase him down in a hole and kill him? See, you got to be a line chaser. Don't let those thoughts eat you alive. I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to have fun living. I'm going to live blessed. I'm going to live prosperous. I'm going to live successful. I'm going to be blessed coming in and I'm going to be blessed going out. Whatever I put my hand to prospers. Yes, that's good. If you're looking for a business partner, you need to get in business with me because whatever I do works. When I put my hand to a plow, something good comes up behind me. Are you hearing this? And I'm going to fight those lines that are attacking me that want to keep that from happening in my life. That's right. Benai, on a snowy day, he chased the line down in a pit and he killed it. Good. I don't know what your line is, but you got one. Health, pain, a tough doctor's diagnosis. Maybe right now you're in a relationship situation. You're mad, you're hurt, you're rejected. I don't know what it is, but we all got a line. Yeah. You've all got one. You got a financial line. You got a situation at work. This line's trying to devour you right now. Got a situation with one of your friends. I don't know what your line is. Is it worry about your future? What's going to happen? Are you living in fear? I don't know what your line is, but here's what I'm telling you. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not stealing my joy today. Nope. Not, not here, you're not stealing my peace today. This is the day the Lord's made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. I'm going to have a great day. I'm going to have a great day. You're not going to eat me. You're not going to eat me. I'm just looking for a pit that I can back you down in. And I'll beat the life out of you. Because what you need to understand is I'm a line chaser. Hold on. What, what you need to understand is I'm a line chaser. So, devil, you better find somebody else to put those thoughts in their head because you're in the wrong place when you're trying to put those thoughts in my head. Because, see, I'm a line chaser. Devil, you need to know that. I'm a line chaser. I'm a line chaser. Line chasers are wired a little different. The natural reaction when that bramer cow comes for you to be over that fence, that's the natural reaction. When worry comes, the natural reaction is for you to fall apart. See, the natural reaction when you get a bad doctor's report is for you to have a come apart. See, that's the natural reaction. What we got to read in the scripture is there are some people that have unnatural reactions. That's an unnatural reaction. I'm not running from worry. I'm running to it. I'm not running from my problem. I'm running to that thing. I'm not cowering down and in fear. See, the natural reaction is to live tormented and in fear. Bless your heart. Oh, I just heard what you're going through. 
dear Lord, bless your little heart. See, that's the natural reaction. It's for you to have a pity party and invite some of your pitiful friends over. See, that's the natural reaction. God's calling you and I to be line chasers. You're wired a little different because you don't have a natural reaction. You have a supernatural reaction in your life. I want you to bow your head right now. Everybody in here, what's your line? What is your line that you came in here with? Your health? You got a financial line? You got a marriage line? It's trying to destroy your marriage. You got a future career worries. Your job, you're worried if they're going to shut your job down, close your plant down. You're worried about your future. I want everybody in here to repeat out loud after me. I'm a line chaser. I'm a line chaser. Come on, say it again. I'm a line chaser. Line, you'll not get me. Line, you'll not destroy me. You'll not consume me. I'm building my resume. I'm building my resume. And I'm coming in that pit after you. Come on, say it out loud. I'm blessed coming in. I'm blessed going out. And everything I put my hand to prospers. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to the DCC Sermon Podcast. If you enjoyed this message and would like to hear more, you can subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel. If you would like to give towards our ministry, there are giving options available at dcctx.church. Thanks again for listening to the DCC Sermon Podcast.